to Roger Stone's favorite podcast, <laughs> Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 209. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Philip Dashing. What's going on? Lee Tark. Yo. And we've got a newcomer. We've got Eric. Eric, what's your last name? Eric Dietrich. Sorry. Eric Dietrich. Also known as Dr. E. Dude, I, I did a very, I'm very blazed, I'd like to say, but so I did a very shitty job. I should have learned your name, bef- your last name before <laughs> the podcast. I knew your first name. All but good. yeah. It's all right, um, dude. It's just mouth. I'm so mouth sorry sounds. for letting you down, Jared. <laughs> I'll never forgive you. Yeah. So um, I guess number one tonight, uh, we were going to talk about uh, what is it, Snugglegate 2019? We don't know. Before <laughs> we talk about that, should we talk about why Roger Stone is our yeah we official talk about sponsor, <laughs> whatever you said? <laughs> no, I mean, favorite. Dude, I don't even know why you just told me to say that. Dude, but, you tell me. Tell did me. you not follow the whole thing in the Facebook Messenger? Dude, I what never, I never read that you? shit, dude. <laughs> all right, so. We got an Instagram comment on our last Instagram post promoting the podcast, and it was Roger Stone's official account saying, I'm listening. And it was a video I took of us just kind of bringing it to the Instagram followers, like, hey, it was just what we're randomly talking about. And he yeah, just it was said, like, I'm listening. Yeah. And it was it was the night of April Fool's. So when I went to bed, I, I was laying in bed. I just saw it says Roger Stone commented on your thing. I was like, okay, whatever. And I just like <laughs> clicked it and turned it off. And then the next morning, you guys sent a message like, wait a minute. Is that really Roger Stone? Yeah. I just happened to be checking the Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I clicked on that. It was like his, it was like pictures of him. Like it was. It, it was really him. Yeah. It's, it's his official Instagram. Yeah. And um, so. Yeah, he, he's our top listener, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think he's the only one who's ever commented on our Instagram. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. Thanks, Roger. <laughs> I think yeah, most yeah. people thought it was an April Fool's joke when I screenshotted the his comment. Yeah, and I, put, and I, I posted it. And most people thought, I guess, because it was April Fool's Day and everyone's doing their horrible bits of April Fool jokes. Oh, and, tell us how much you hate April Fool's. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the absolute worst. Concur. Yep. I mean... It's it's not funny. Everyone's like, oh, ha, ha, you're going to say the exact opposite of what you stand for today. And everyone's going to be like, whoa, well, yeah, all the like, dullards. Especially on social media. Well, right? that's Where it's like every post you scroll through is, oh, April Fool's again. You yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, we'll see. But when it's like, I feel like there was a point when it was probably legit. When there were actual like pranks happening. Yeah. When you're like dumping buckets of water on your like siblings. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like. But now it's just like, yeah, I'm now, you know, I'm a communist, guys. I finally saw the light. It's <laughs> like, oh, you're yeah. so funny. Yeah. That's fucking yeah, it's really bad it's awful awful so yeah yeah, roger stone is a crazy bastard craig (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean i don't i wouldn't say i'm a fan of roger stone but it's uh he's a fan of us that's what matters okay so so, you know what we accept (laughs) all of our fans okay so maybe i'm just having a stoner moment but who is roger stone (laughs) well a stoner moment okay it's a little on the nose but um yeah (laughs) (laughs) um he was like Donald Trump's like strategist or fuck. Yeah. What is his actual yeah, like political strategy? Yeah, political. For, yeah, he for was Donald Trump. He was also Nixon's. And, and now, uh, now Nixon. he's listening to us. Yeah, apparently. Well he, well, he also went to jail or he got arrested for. Well, you can't be all bad. He's like one of the people that got caught in like the whole Russia Gate thing. Dude, that wasn't even real. Exactly, but he got. I forget what he's accused of. Um. 
from what I understand, it's like probably just, mostly bullshit. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I mean, he was, he went to, he was arrested. He's out of jail now, obviously, cause he's rich and can post bail. Um, and he's listening to our podcast. So it's awesome. cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways uh so what was the first topic yeah. i didn't mean to yeah um snugglegate snugglegate yeah so uh you know biden it, it's it's funny because it, i feel like for years like here and there you got people making fun of joe biden being so rapey you know for being mm-hmm. so rapey and i mean but it, it's been a, a while you know it's not like it's new news but now it's like all over the place well i feel like it was in it feels like it's not news to us because we're on the internet and we we see the memes. It's it's news. We, to we the own the memes though, of production, <laughs> and so like we we see we've been seeing these Biden memes for like ever of him just like being like super rapey toward everybody. But now they're like for making years. it to the news, they're right? Making it to like the mainstream. I remember like 2010 this being a topic and just everyone just ignoring, but yeah. you know like libertarians, conservatives, whatever, just like ragging on him. Like right. yeah, you're creepy. It was also the same with R. Kelly. Uh, it's like we've all known right, that yeah. he's been a creep for yeah. like all these years, but now it's like in the news again. But it's like we've also always known. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of paradoxical. Yeah, it's yeah. random. Like what? Two thousand one, uh, he was having jokes cracked against them on uh, Dave Chappelle on the for Dave like Chappelle pain, show yeah, yeah. for pain on people. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knew that was a six-year-old girl. <laughs> right. So it's it's random how now like once Netflix it goes to a Netflix documentary now everyone's like up in arms. Certain things seem to become popular when it's convenient to be made them popular or whatever, or when it's convenient for the media to talk about it a lot, so then they just chime in. Yeah, well, and it's got to, it's got to be somewhat related to the whole Me Too thing, right? Because now that that's, like, the buzzword, you know, which, I mean, it's good that these people are, like, getting, like, at least some of these people, like R. Kelly, obviously what he's doing is fucked up, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a good thing that he is getting, you know you know paying his uh his dues for that of course there's a lot of downsides to the me too movement that we've discussed heavily yeah. on this podcast um but yeah i think biden's getting caught up in the me too movement and you know now you're seeing like these these pictures that were just kind of cast off as like kind of funny like oh yeah look at him he's like yeah sticking his nose in this chick's ear and like <laughs> finally this like young girl People were like laughing that shit off. Now it's like, oh, now we actually have to take it seriously because That's like if we don't, me. we're inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like never mind the fact that he's a Democrat. Like we have to, you know, we have to. Now we have to do something about this. So it's interesting how that happens, though. Yeah, the memes, man. It's good, good game in memes right now. <laughs> like for Biden memes. Seriously, you just put his whole snuggling face up on everyone. Like for memes of yesteryear, it's just hilarious. It makes it brings them back. It's so funny, and I guess they made fun of him on Saturday Night Live last night. Whatever, if anybody watches that. But um, even they were making fun of him, and usually this is something that they don't really talk about, or if it's one of their guys, they don't really they don't really mention it. I don't know if he's one of their guys right now. Wow, well, like, I not think now. that's probably. I don't know. Wasn't it a like a Bernie supporter that came out, or someone yeah, wrapped yeah. up this campaign that she made was the, the first, first one? Uh, like official complaint. Uh huh. Yeah, mm. and that's when people started looking back on all the videos that we've been sharing yeah. for years. <laughs> I, I got crushed in the in the group because I I shared a thing that said he was getting Kavanaughed, which I don't think he's quite the same as Kavanaugh, but yeah, it, it reminds no, yeah, me of Louis C.K. a little bit. 
Exactly. Yeah. Because that, that was out. That story was out, and they were still signing big contracts for them, and and Netflix video, like all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, it like wasn't cool. So I don't know. I think I think he's creepy. Yeah, I think everything Kavanaugh's you guys say about though. him is correct. But like, also, I think he's getting that. It's definitely people are using it against him. Oh, of course. Yeah, it does. It does make you like raise your eyebrow. Like, hmm, like it was a Bernie supporter who first brought that out as like official like me too complaint was it you eric <laughs> did he fondle you <laughs> i have not met him how good is your hair smell man <laughs> but yeah so uh, do you, I don't know, did you guys see his like apology non-apology on facebook uh the other day it was weird that like he just refused to apologize was like yeah my my son died and so i'm just that type of person where you know i feel comf- <laughs> i try to comfort people and I- i'm a physical person and uh I've had this reputation going back to high school and stuff like that, and he never apologized. Like he refuses to apologize because he's like, I'm like, I'm not because people are like, just say you're sorry. Like this girl was like, can you just say I'm sorry? And he was like, well, Well, you know, not sorry. The thing is, though, there's something to be said for not saying sorry because there is a lot of people that are on these apology tours now where it's like. They're just saying sorry for nothing. Like, was it like Beto O'Rourke had to like apologize because he made some joke about <laughs> his wife like taking care of the house when he was gone? That's like why it was some like du- like it was some like like non-offensive joke, but it involved like a Dude, woman in the house. It, it was, was like, the, oh, I must apologize now. It was, it was patriarchal. <laughs> you didn't even say that right, dude. I, <laughs> patriarchal. I, I made up a word, bro. I, I gave you an I gave you A for effort because I wasn't going to try to say that word right now. Patriarchal. I think Patri- that's why Patri- Trump's Patri- as a like uh, successful as he is at politics because he won't apologize. Right. Exactly. He's like he's like the yeah, fucking like, emperor's new clothes, but he doesn't care that he's naked. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's just and, like, then, yeah. and then once somebody, <laughs> I'm out here, buddy. <laughs> Well, also, when, when somebody apologizes, it, it's, a a, it's an admission of guilt. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it, it's probably wise for him not to, you know, it's kind of thrown in the towel. Yeah. But but Biden mm. did go on stage uh, after this whole thing. He made that video. And then um, Donald Trump, I, everyone, Donald Trump retweeted the video someone made of, of the a non-apology Biden video. And there's a superimposed Biden behind that Biden so <laughs> snuggling him as he's talking and stuff. And, and uh, of course, Donald Trump retweeted it. And then Donald oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he went on. He was talking. It completely nothing to do with Biden. He was with some type of interview. I don't know. There's clips of you can find this on YouTube. He's just talking to a crowd, and he's talking about how like this one general said this thing that another general said it would take several months. He's like, I can get it done in a few weeks. He's like, Oh, I could kiss you. He's like, I felt like Joe Biden. And he said it. Yeah. <laughs> but I meant it. Yeah, but I, I meant, meant it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, of course, like Biden got all upset about that. Dude, just imagine Trump in a debate with Biden. I know. Oh my God, that'd be so that's entertaining. How he, dude. he ruined Elizabeth Warren. Like Elizabeth Warren is going to be Pocahontas from yeah. now on in any type of debate, any type of conversation. Like he owns that. He owns it now. Like she can't. She can't really ha- come back with anything. He's just going to bring it back to Pocahontas. Yeah. And then Biden did this other thing again. He did it again after he apologized. And did didn't he make some joke about hugging somebody? Yeah, he was at, <laughs> he was at this union meeting, and the union uh, guy, like president, introduces him. He's like Joe Biden. He comes out on stage, and he go- and then so the union guy gives him a hug, and he he goes up to the mic. And he goes, "I got permission for him to touch me first. And like the crowd like laughs because it was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. And then, but then, <laughs> but then a little kid walks on stage, and he touches and he got a huge laugh and like applause for that because it was funny and then another like a kid comes on stage and he hugs the kid and he goes oh i got permission from him too and i was like 
Ew. That, not, <laughs> that's just a pedophile excuse. That's like, I have the kid's consent. Yeah. To touch. I, like, I, you ruined the joke. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. You don't say the punchline twice, especially with something to do with kids. It was just really, he's just creepy. Dude, it's got to be an example and one of many of, like, an out-of-touch politician times three or four decades, oh, yeah. however long he's been mm-hmm. in, yeah. times however long he's been a millionaire, just having Wait no idea <laughs> he like, is what he's touch. saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, whatever. Like, the, the society, like, those millionaires and, like, the super high politicians are in is, like, not our society. Mm. They're, like, in a whole yeah, different it's, it's bubble. Yeah, that bubble. And they don't get outside of that bubble enough to know what's going on sometimes. So I would say that was a big miss by him and p- probably because of, like, his whole just out of touch being in his own bubble. Yeah the biden bubble i don't want to be in that one and also like those guys that are so high biden trump they also probably have that air of like i don't give a fuck at this point you know what i mean like you're saying like trump's out he don't give a fuck (laughs) so like biden probably is almost that same level of not giving a fuck but really tries to hide it Mm -hmm. but then sometimes it comes out like oh hey he gave me permission (laughs) haha like uh, you know what i mean right yeah i can get away with this shit because yeah i was obama's vice president i'm untouchable like trump's untouchable teflon don you know right yep he's not going down man (laughs) he's nah man what he literally said like grab her by the pussy like he said (laughs) that and but here's the thing no one's come forward and said yeah he grabbed me by the pussy and that was awful me like no one's come forward with the me too thing for donald trump after all the the things they accuse him of i think there were some but like they were nothing came of them that's the thing it's like (laughs) it's like nothing stuck yeah it's like you know like i'm sure he's a piece of shit and i'm sure you can find some you know there's plenty of people that have been like oh yeah i got fucked over i was a contractor on one of his jobs yeah and it's like that's you know shitty but none of like the major things that they're throwing at him like you know, colluding with Russia and, you know, grabbing random girls by the <laughs> pussy. Like, they can't prove any of that shit. Well, that didn't shock me that that you happened. Know? I was like, yeah, I thought he did. Or, like, I already thought he did that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, I don't I don't care about that. I care yeah. about the fact that he's still fucking Look, bombing Yemen yeah. and he's still, you know, fucking drone attacking Afghanistan. And Oh, and his Twitter huh <laughs> his twitter <laughs> i mean i don't know it's just like yeah. frustrating because you know now it's like we got this huge nothing burger that came out of like you know all this money spent it's like what a waste what a distraction from like the real issues well and trump in my opinion is the ultimate like gift to the military industrial mm-hmm. complex and the giant corporations because he's the ultimate distraction Mm. constantly distracting everybody by his like buffoonery (laughs) and just anything he says you know like all attention points to trump right and that's what they want just look at him the same way everybody was just focused on obama Uh and then missing the point of yeah all these wars we're in etc yeah right he's been ramping up like conflict with russia and everyone thinks he's like boys with them that's what the crazy part it's like more conflict with syria I think actually direct conflict with like real Russian troops, not mm-hmm. just like proxies. Right. So it's like it's kind of crazy how how like brilliant this Russian narrative was. Oh yeah. Even though I didn't believe it for you know. Well, I mean, it was just a ploy to make the presidency illegitimate. Yeah, but also it kind of which any presidency is illegitimate in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but also builds Russia up as like the like a supervillain again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
So they can that plays into a million different narratives. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah, they are one of these that like that's the, like Tony Montana. Like <laughs> you need people like me. You know, I'm the bad guy. Everyone look at the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like that's that's what they want, man. They want this. Sh- I just think it was so funny because during the 2012 election, Mitt Romney. Or during the debate, Mitt Romney was going on saying that Russia is a big threat to the United States. And everyone, like, a lot of, like, leftists and Democrats and, the now, and, and like, all sorts of analysis that were talking about it were like, oh, can you believe it? This guy's still living in 1985, thinking Russia's still a threat. Like, that was the narrative about that when, I, th- I forget which debate it was, but Mitt Romney said that. Yeah. And now, here they are saying, oh, Russia hijacked the election. They stole the election. Uh, Donald Trump's a Russian agent. Like, Russia, Russia, Russia. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, you know, I happen to kind of not not 100% be like that. I, I was very, you know, anti-war growing up, but my mind really got changed, you know, after, like, Ron Paul. And there was also this article I remember reading in this uh, magazine, The American Conservative, where this guy just like destroyed the whole Russia as a threat narrative, and the, for me, and I was—I mean, this was—I was like, what, 2009, I think, 2008, 2009. This came out, this article came out, and it was just like, and then they just compared it to things we were doing, and I'm like, it was—it was right, yeah, it was when Russia invaded Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget what year that was, and it was a huge article. I'm like, damn, like that makes sense, and mm-hmm. from that moment forward, I'm like, yeah, Russia's not the enemy anymore, you know, it's Cold War's over, like type of shit. I mean, Russia's not the greatest, you know, friend of liberty <laughs> either, yeah. but I mean, they're awful in their dictatorship too, but yeah, I mean, it's try to say, what are they doing that's worse than what the United States is doing? You know, you really can't, fi- you know, you really can't find an answer, a good answer for that question, in my opinion. Concur. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I <laughs> agree. All right. Uh, so what is this next uh, topic? YouTube IP. Matt was telling us about this. Yeah, so yeah, so like a bunch of a bunch of channels that I've been following on YouTube. I'm surprised nobody else has heard about this. So a bunch of channels channels that I follow. Channels, channels, channels. Settle down, Jared. Okay, so you know, for instance, if there's somebody has a channel where they're teaching somebody how to play a song on guitar, you know, say say you're teaching people how to play Stairway to Heaven, right? Okay, and you start playing Stairway to Heaven, immediately, you know, like Universal Music Group like uh claims demonetizes that, yeah, exactly demonetizes you and then mm. takes the money that you were making so there are people so even just like not playing because like when we first started this podcast we were on youtube and we were using the uh the pretenders uh no or not they're the, the interrupters i'm sorry the interrupters not the pretenders. The pretenders. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> sorry the interrupters. We were using one of their songs. Yeah, and yeah, with, with their consent. With their and consent. Then, uh, then uh, all of a sudden, but it was the actual song. We weren't. It wasn't like an acoustic cover by you. You know, it was like. No, it, it was their actual. It song. was their song with, with their consent. With their consent. Yeah, but I'm just then, saying that's uh, that's and, that's one thing. Yeah, well, let me tell people about that. Okay. So we were using their song with their consent. And, you know, I guess we got like maybe like <sighs> seven or ten episodes deep and then YouTube hits us up and it's like what your video is going to de- be uh, demonetized because um, somebody says that they own the song, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, for that reason, like we were actually giving the interrupters, you know, good pub- good publicity, yeah. you know, and they agreed to do it. They're like, yeah, I mean. But they don't, the thing is they don't own the song. The publisher owns the song, which was like Warner or some some shit. Yeah, um, whoever, whoever it was, you yeah. know. So then we ended up uh, having to take their song off. And it, it, it sucks because, you know, we wanted to have their song. 
but at, at the same and we time, we have this shitty ass band. Yeah, fuck Ooh. those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. It, it just seemed to kind of work out shitty for them. You know, not you know, it's just kind of like you know an advertisement. You know, yeah. Um, it's not like we were gonna make like fucking millions off of it. Yeah, I mean, we, we were playing like the first, uh, like, you know, we like were playing like it. like 20 if seconds of their song seconds, or something, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, so that happened. But, uh, you know, with all the, there's all these channels, though, with, uh, you know, say you, you have a channel where you're teaching people how to play songs, you know, and some of these people have been on YouTube for years and they have like hundreds of videos and then now they're all going to be like demonetized. And this is like their paycheck. Like they do this, you know, or at least some of them are able to subsidize their income. Some people I'm sure. Are, well, they've are had a war on tabs to live off for of a it. while. Like the biggest, like the biggest, like tab, like technically having like a website that hosts tabs is illegal. Like ultimate guitar, they're based out of like Russia. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah. Like you're not like, I it's did not know that. Yeah. You have to pay for rights to like host, like, Guitar tabs. It's Russia. From what I, I from what I understand. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's true. Dude, and also to your point, Matt, uh, I also heard that you like even if you are talking about a song, and I don't know if you have to play a clip or if it's exclusively just talking about this. I was actually just like came, became hit to this yesterday. I was watching a YouTube guy talk about this exactly like you said. Like it's his career. Like he's got over one million subscribers. And he said even some of his videos was like demonstrating different licks. And he played one lick of an Eagles song. And because of that lick, the whole video got taken down. But it was like a 10, Jesus, 15 minute ridiculous. video and stuff like that. And if they find just a portion of your 10 or 15 minute video that's copywritten in some way, even though, like, I'm, you know, when it comes to sampling and stuff, like, you can sample up to a certain amount of someone's music, like, for free. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what YouTube is doing with the copyright parameters, but yeah, it sounds like they're going like really IP crazy. Does this have anything to do with like the whole um, EU thing? Oh yeah, shit! I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, because like the EU passed some sort of like major copyright law, which the people were saying that it was going to make memes illegal, <laughs> but like not not really. If you really look into it, like there's it's still fine, but like I don't know. It was some like big copyright thing so it might be having something to do with that when did this start when did you start seeing this like i was saying i just came hip to this like yesterday night on okay. youtube so it's yeah pretty new related to that with the youtube thing they're probably just like all right well if the eu is passing this shit we might as well just make everybody compliant so that we don't get fucked i don't know Another guy was saying, like, you know, what he does is, like, his channel is explaining music and talking about music, and he's like, exactly what I did in music school was, like, they would play a piece of music or a part of a piece of music, and you would listen to it and then talk about it. Talk about the chords, the melody, all the different musical components. And uh, he said he can't even do that. Like, you can't even talk about someone's song without the, uh, you know, Universal or whoever, like, coming down. Now, he was saying he played a clip. But so if you play a clip, that's fine. But if you like recreate the clip, it's not fine. Yeah, no, I neither think, situation I I saw that is same fine. Video. What? Yeah, I think I saw that same video. Two I think guys like talking YouTube, to each like, other like over Skype. Was this the one guy channel I was on? Is Paul? No. Yeah, mine was with a dude just like talking about it like by himself. But uh, I don't know. It, it it sounds pretty similar. So I, I guess I'm sure it's happening to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like you said, they're just grabbing like 
that the whole video, even if for just a small, tiny clip of something, like they'll take your whole mm -hmm. demonetize everything. That's crazy. Uh, I know someone. It's kind of similar. Is there's some people I forgot. I wish I remember who it was. Uh, he has a podcast or not a podcast. I'm sorry. He just uploads videos to YouTube, but he goes live on YouTube. And he talks about all this crazy shit, and it has nothing to do with music. But he talks about like this, like controversial stuff, you know, like libertarian, uh, conspiracy theory stuff. And he, it always gets posted and it goes through, and it's fine. But he had like a bunch of fans that what they do is they create a podcast type of thing and they'd upload the video, or they'd record it, then upload it, and the videos would get taken down for like reasons, you know, it violates their community standards or whatever. And he didn't, and it was because they shared the clip of from this other guy's video. And so he realized that what was happening was is the algorithms or whatever they have set up to catch this type of stuff, if you do it live to YouTube, they can't catch it. Hmm. But only when you record the video and then upload it, then they can go through the whole thing. So that's that's what's happening. So even if you were to like do it live, we're doing it live. And then, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. And then save it like and then so like you can record something live to mm -hmm. youtube and then kind of like publish it as a video yeah then would it scan it or yeah no? it would okay so if you just did it stream straight live to youtube but you can't make any money just streaming like i know it's I, like the, I, i'm just yeah. i'm just saying like it's it's their ai that they got or whatever that that's going through these videos and finding just the simplest little fucking thing just right to get rid of it's crazy it's fucking horseshit bro yeah like he's uh, dumb like for instance, like my old band Temwatch, we we got our CD. Um, somehow this happened where like I, I put the songs up on YouTube, and then uh, it's some Orchard Music Group claims to own the songs, and it's like, how do you own the songs? I fucking wrote this. I never gave the rights <laughs> away to anybody. You know <laughs> what? So what? yeah. So what? I mean, my guess is so we did have the record on iTunes. So my guess is, you know, however we did our, our iTunes deal, which I never signed anything, and I wrote the songs. But how we did our iTunes deal, I, I guess, you know, we signed away the rights to stream shit on YouTube and, and get paid for it. Fuck. Yeah. So, that I mean, sucks. yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, dude. And then actually, too, I, I put up uh, a song from my cousin's band, uh, the Animatronics, who who I, I adore. Um, and uh, th that was the same deal. The same company actually claimed, it like uh, claimed to own their music. Shit? No, it was like Orchard. It was like Orchard Musical Group but or something. You, what did you use? did you do one of those like all in one things where it's like no um, we put your shit on like all the streaming services and CDs and blah 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 no we got it pressed from like uh, a place in Baltimore and I forget the name of the uh, rec it's actually a record label but they also do like like CD pressing record hmm. you know all that all that sort of sort of stuff so we we went with them hmm. and uh, they actually put it up on uh, iTunes too so. I can't remember the fucking name. It's crazy. <laughs> hmm. CD Baby will do that for you and put it everywhere, and I think you get all the rights and all that stuff from it. Hmm. For my music, I use DistroKid okay. to distribute, and it's the same. You keep keep all your rights. And they'll put it up on like all the all the sites and all the stuff. Yep. <clears throat> DistroKid, sweet. So, this kind of that's also another thing. But IP has a. Uh, some guy, uh, he's a big fan. Uh, you guys heard of the group Mesertarians? Mm -mm. The page? Oh, yeah. Mesertarians. Oh. No. So I shared a meme of, to, of just, it was some random person on Instagram, and I just screenshot it and shared it. You know, I, I didn't claim it as our own. I just shared it. And he was like, hey, he hits me up, 
and he's like, hey, man, I, I made that meme. He's like, mind giving me credit? It's like, our reach is down lately. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know it was your original meme. I'm like, it's my, okay. And I was like, a little tacky, but he seemed like a nice guy. So I was just like, all right. So I just changed it and was like, hat tip, you know, to Misertarians. I was like, you should wa- it's like you should uh, watermark your memes. Yeah, if it means that much to you. Yeah. If it memes that much to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. cool, but me, uh, he, he, was all right. he was all right. He's just like, yeah, dude, like after once we hit like 10,000 uh, viewers or whatever on our, or likes on our page, like we can't get our shit shared anywhere. So any sharing helps. And I was like, well, we know something about that here. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, he was cool about it. I just thought it was weird. But man, intellectual property is stupid. <laughs> Yeah. So, hey, um, I'd like to take a second to tell everybody about the Patreon. We have a Patreon now. Facebook hit us pretty hard, um, taking away our page of 190,000 people. And, uh, yeah, so now we've got this uh, new page, and we've got a a Patreon to help uh, supplement the cost of things. Um, So if you go to patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians, and if you contribute a minimum of $1 per month, you will gain access to our After Hours program, which we record right after this one. So hit us up over there. If you can help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement, we would much appreciate it. Hell yeah. I'm sure you've uh, went over this before with your podcast, but can you explain why your Facebook page was taken down? Um, Who knows, man? We were sent a letter saying that we may or may not have done the following things. And it was just like a, a huge list of things. And they were like stupid. Some of it was like if, if you're sharing a link that another page is sharing, then it's like you're spamming Facebook with shit. You know, it was really and, I mean, it was really mainly our association with the Free Thought Project. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we would we had a we had a a reciprocal uh, relationship with them where we have. So we have our site, which isn't really functional. Well, it's functional, but we don't really update it very often but it's called the daily liberator.com um we are always looking for articles on it though but um anyways so we had our we have our website and we were basically swapping links so like we would share their shit they would share our shit um you know it was completely voluntary it didn't we didn't it didn't seem to violate any of facebook's um uh rules and regulations um but then on that fateful day <laughs> yeah, the, the October purge. <laughs> the October purge. Basically, any uh, any pages that were associated with Free Thought Project um, got taken down. Are you familiar with Free Thought Project, Eric? I've heard of it. So they're sort of a they, they're really their bread and butter is uh, police accountability. Yeah, they also okay. do Copac too, right? Now, yeah, I believe it was that day. Separate organization. I believe but that day, uh, five hundred and fifty pages were shut down. So, I thought it was more than that. You know, I thought it was like 800. Okay. Well, maybe it was like 550 pages and the rest were personal accounts. Okay. Something like that. So, um, yeah, it, it wasn't just the Free Thought Project that were hit. I mean, plenty, no, of, people it, no, were, plenty so of people were hit. It certainly wasn't. I'm just saying you know? a lot of it, a lot of the pages like our pages, like our page and many other pages were in some fashion related to them through these like reciprocal agreements. Yeah, um, so they've went after free, free thought pretty hard. I believe yeah. right now they're um, on Facebook page 4.0. Yeah, 3.0 just got taken down yeah. uh, last wow. week. So they also got they also got banned off of Twitter. Jeez, yeah, that's right. Now, um, and keep in mind too, Facebook has said that they will delete your page if it's just ran by people who ran pages that were past deleted. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in other words, rule, yeah. in other words, like they're saying, like you can follow all of our rules, but if you're even just ran by the people who uh, made these other pages that were deleted, we'll delete your page. So, so I you're mean, essentially. You know, well, then why even allow you? To, why that's well, fucking. Be- why would they even allow you to? create a new page if they're just going to delete your page like that just seems like more work for them like if the rule is like all right you've had a page deleted it should just be like now you don't have the ability to create a page like don't give my so ideas jared i mean i mean i don't know i feel like that's fucking bizarre to me we know yeah. roger stone's listening i mean you've got liberty memes has like fucking like eight thousand pages now <laughs> like, i know yeah that's awesome like they spread like there's so many they pages. spread like they a spread, bad they virus spread, like, man herpes dude yeah and they all have like different variations of the logo. Yeah, like, of their, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just realized one of the uh, people who own it is a Double O Seven Liberty Beans Double O Seven. She lives in Baltimore. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get her on the cast. She's welcome anytime. Um, what are we talking about? Well, yeah, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter is definitely on a deplatforming. Uh, I wouldn't say rampage yet, but uh, it's uh, inappropriate. I think what they're doing. And they're definitely trying to control like people's information and thoughts. Thoughts, yep. Yeah, dude. It's it's really creepy when you say thoughts. Yeah, they're trying <laughs> to control everything. Like, okay, I'm almost at the point th- where the internet is like the new TV, where like the television is like completely controlled by like those six companies or whatever. The internet is like heading to that Facebook, YouTube, Google, Alphabet, you know that. So, yeah. They're trying to control it. We are uh, going against that, and power to us and everyone else doing the same. Yeah, but the thing about the internet is you still have... I mean, even when you have, like, the control by these these, these companies, you still can, you know, make your own website. Hey, and um, the problem is just getting that reach yeah. out there. Unless you're Alex people. Jones, and then you, you're... You know, every people who, you know, make your websites, they, they say they're not going to host you anymore. Like, I the, mean, you can... Everybody here Alex, Alex Jones could host his own shit. I know now, I mean, but I'm like, if like the DNS providers decided to delist them, then you would be talking some serious, crazy shit. But that's but, where it's going. Don't you guys see it like it's headed that way? If, if possibly, so but that's why we need to start setting up our own internets. Like honestly, awesome. that's what we need to be doing. Like you I, I can know. run your own internet. Like you can set up your own DNS server, your own, uh, your own servers, your own routers. Like you can do all that shit yourself. You don't need to use Comcast. Do it, Jared. I've been do thinking it. about it actually. Do awesome. it. Well, do you're it. Gonna, like you're a gonna, neighborhood fucking like Wi-Fi. You're gonna have to teach me how because I'm on Comcast. <laughs> I cannot. I'm in the Comcast monopoly at my home. Yeah, I can have same. no other internet providers that will provide for me. Yeah, it's not like, even Direct TV. Like through AT and T, they get. Oh uh, yeah, I could get Direct TV, but yeah, <laughs> fuck that, dude. It's the like prices I was put bad. Put a satellite dish on your house, like yeah, a fucking savage. Damn, probably can get Direct TV. That's what I have. Maybe I'll switch to them because I'm, I'm a savage. I'm a savage with the. Why do you have Why do you have Direct TV? Because they were giving away the the Sunday NFL ticket for free oh, for the Jesus first year. <laughs> <laughs> I suck. I got sucked into that. So you're committed for like 20 years for one. Pretty year. much. <laughs> Gay. Yeah. From yeah, I, I tried to get football. suckered into that. That's what we tried to get at my house, and then like 
not worth it. They were like, okay, oh man, they they had some kind of game they were trying to pull on us because we were talking to DirecTV and they were like, okay, yeah, you guys want internet and cable, blah, blah, blah. Well, we don't really do internet. I, yeah, because I think they told us we couldn't get internet. They are like, but we'll give you the cable, blah, 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 and then just call Comcast and we got this agreement, blah, blah. And we were like, okay, we went through all this with DirecTV. We called Comcast and they're immediately like, nah, we don't do shit with them. Like, that, but yeah, they go through nothing. Verizon. That's what, that's. So then we were like, yeah. what? So we had to cancel what we just set up with them. <laughs> All we could get was Comcast. Oh, this is, yeah, this is America, yes. <laughs> this is America. All right. Any more on that topic? No? Okay. Uh, yeah, so there is a video out of AOC. I'm sorry. Phil doesn't like when we use the the, the no because it's <laughs> it's a, it's a political maneuver to get her associated with people like FDR, LBJ, and you know stuff like that. She, she's she's trying to get that connection, and I refuse to. I give think it. it's just because her name's long. It's her Twitter <laughs> handle as well. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? No, her name is Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I learned it. You learn it. Don't don't try to be like she's no, she's political like FDR. Like we should vote for her. Like yeah, she's ethnic. I've never heard anybody say that, but. <laughs> white women man oh, you're not enough women. white women i guess no <laughs> just just the, just the one um, but anyways yeah so there's a video of her <laughs> like speaking of that <laughs> no uh so yeah there's a video of her at some sort of labor union meeting or something or the other and she well, it was like an. I think it was. Oh, no, no, it was Al Sharpton. Yeah, like exactly. Other, right. <laughs> yeah, and so she's on there, and immediately, because she talks like this, guys, and she's very. Yeah, we need to like seriously end carbon emissions. They're really, really bad, and that's how she talks. But in this one, she goes, "Girl, you know, we need. You know, ain't nothing wrong with serving no person and food." And she's going off on this, and and, and Al Sharpton or whoever's in the background. Oh. Speak it, girl. Speak it, girl. And she's, going, <laughs> and she's just going on, and we're like, "Holy crap!" She did the black voice, like she did black voice, and she's and she's gone off. And I'm like, she was like one sentence away from saying she carries a bottle of hot sauce in her purse, <laughs> like Clinton. Dude, she's like, it's just she's such a fraud. And so, of course, people are calling her out on about it. But then, no offense, I have a bunch of friends with a bunch of Bernie Bros, and they're like, "Leave her alone. Leave Britney alone." Like they're like just crying like why does everyone have to obsess over her i'm like because if any white person or anybody out the politician who was anywhere like that would get in so much trouble for using black voice but dude she's coding people she's coding it's, oh god tell me more about this so i apparently there is something called coding which is like <laughs> the ability to like switch between certain accents depending on like where you live somewhere but the the, the retort to that is the fact that she's talking like nobody that's ever lived in brooklyn like she had like a southern drawl like she was talking like she went to like some like soul food restaurant in like fucking Atlanta. yo she's alexandria really, from the block it was really weird it was yeah, just weird. I was like what accent well, i don't I, even know what that is well you know it's like what what tarantino does have you ever seen tarantino when he interviews with like black people he, okay so dude, it's bad it's bad so you know i think well it's funny to hear aoc speak in black voice Mm-hmm. At the same time, like for us to uh, like complain about it because it's cultural appropriation, it's like a culture pro- culture appropriation is some fucking bullshit. 
you know. Well, I'm not saying like, it's a cultural appropriation. I'm not saying she needs to I be just, like tried in the court yeah, of I SJW. Just, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm I just saying think she's a fraud. I'm saying, well, yeah, I'm just saying she's pandering. Yeah, it, okay, that's a better word. She's pandering. Like it's not well, fraudulent I mean, per se, but it's like certainly pandering to your audience in a very like obtuse way. Okay, well, well, Jared, you know, if you were in a room full of like Republicans, you might try to find common ground with them. On you know, on I might like, talk uh, about hedge being, being funds. fiscally yeah. conservative, you but know? you wouldn't sit there. Like, <laughs> yeah, where make change your voice? Hedge funds and Crocs and <laughs> okay. Crocs. Yeah, okay, okay. So I do think it's funny. You know, I think it's a little ridiculous, and I think it's kind of like it is. It is fun to, to poke fun at and mayonnaise. Because, <laughs> you know, because like uh, I'm sure a large part of her constituency is all against cultural appropriation and shit, and mm. she's acting pretty ridiculous. But at the same time, it's like I don't know, feel like I need to like police it that hard. <laughs> it's just funny. I don't know. It's yeah. It's not like oh, this is although the thing that's gonna sink her for me. You know, it's like yeah. no. I mean, I, like, I, that I, was I the final straw. Still a fan, She's talking like a black person. Well, although to her credit, she's in Congress speaking truth to power and really, uh, you know, being an ambassador for her progressive values. Whereas I see mostly everybody else in Congress just kicking the wheel down the road or whatever, you know what I mean, doing nothing. Where mm-hmm. she's in there being for real, a real young person speaking truth to power. You know, she's not in that like millionaire class. Yeah, but yet at, at the they're same trying time, to get her in there. But, but well, how do you feel about like like wasn't she asking for like uh, congressional pay raises? They make like one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year, and she's asking for pay raises. I can't. I don't know if that's true or not, so I don't know. Dude, it is. We have the documents, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> the so you're saying it is We've true. We've got the dude. docs, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. No, her argument was that like if you pay them more, they'll be like, less likely to go out and yeah, get... Yeah, they, they won't get corrupted. <laughs> like, her argu- just, like, her that's argument not how was, economics... It oh, just yeah, shows, I don't agree with that. Her argument was, hey, guys, we only make $175,000 oh per year. How geez. can you expect us to be honest? <laughs> okay, that's a bad... Well... I'm sure she didn't use those words, but I don't agree with that point at <laughs> well, all. Well, I mean, it's a general jest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I'm in favor of getting money out of politics if that is possible. I know Jared and I had talked about this before where you were just like, how could it be done? I don't know. But it would be great if it was somehow done because our politicians are corrupted. We think we agree on that. Yeah. A lot of them. I mean, you, you can't get money out of politics – I mean, look, without like in in the current, you know, um, paradigm of politics, if you're going to have campaigns like they have to be funded somehow. So clearly you can't get money out of politics. When people say they want money out of politics, they mean they want like corporate, like large corporations. Correct. And like military industrial complex members. Right, out of, of out course. Of politics. Yes. Yes. They're we not want- talking about like they don't want your mo- like you don't want your money out of politics, <laughs> you know. Um, public funding of campaigns right or yeah so could could you make laws preventing corporations from donating whatever i mean sure you could do that kind of thing yeah but the thing is like a lot of this a lot of the donations happen like behind the behind the doors right Mm -hmm. like but or Behind the doors is that a phrase? Behind behind, behind closed clo- doors. Yeah, behind closed doors, Jared. <laughs> behind closed doors. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you could cut that off, but it's like that doesn't stop, you know, some Northrop Grumman executive from cutting, you know, an untold amount of money on a check to 
whatever candidate they want to to, to win, or like the speaking engagement engagements that they'll get, and it's just it's impossible. It's, well, yeah, like recently in uh, Baltimore, Phil, Phil was telling. Oh about yeah, this oh yeah, dude. How have we not talked about this? I, I, yeah, I, I know I, where you're I, gonna I, go. We talked yeah. about about putting on the board, but we, it was after he put the board up. Okay, so tell us about it, Phil. Because yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Phil's got the docs. Yeah, I got the docs right here. Let me just get it straight. Okay, so Baltimore has a very corrupt government to its core. The police, the judges, the government itself. It's you could all... have just left Baltimore off the <laughs> beginning of that statement. Yeah, but Baltimore, it's blatant. Because I mean, Baltimore, though, is like probably one of the worst. Like, just historically, one of the worst. I mean, all government's bad, but like... I mean... Baltimore is particularly bad in... And just well, and how, I, I would how, imagine, how I would imagine anybody listening could tell us like some horror story a government from their area is doing. You know what I mean? It's like we're, we're gonna know it because we like live in Baltimore. But I think you know. it's more comical in Baltimore though because it's shit like it's this. It's so blatant because <laughs> it's so blatant. Yeah. And so uh, what, what's her name? Uh, Catherine. I always forget her first name. It's Catherine Pugh. Yeah. Yeah. So she apparently got some heat come down on her because apparently she has this book uh it's called holly and um healthy holly yeah healthy holly and it's a children's book uh, series about a black girl who promotes nutrition and exercise and so she just announced that she because of all this drama she's taking an absence of leave or whatever for health leave of absence or leave of absence <laughs> sorry i said an absence of leave an absence i'm not leaving guys <laughs> see this is how i talk there's no right? leave here but um so it came out in the, the it came out like what last week or whatever that it was um she uh, Kaiser uh, Foundation Health Plan was uh, pretty much trying to get the bid for Baltimore City Employees Insurance Company and they they actually won the award for uh, forty eight million dollars in twenty seventeen and it was because it showed like there was a deal that she that they paid one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars to purchase twenty thousand copies of her book. And between 2015 and 2018, that was only like one place. There's like was, oh, oh yeah, places. this is so. Then it, now it's everywhere. It's been coming out where local politicians, even in the Baltimore County, the county is separate from the city in in Maryland, and even like my local uh, local poli- uh, whatever state senator or whatever, he got in trouble or a county executive. Sorry, he uh, ended up buying like a thousand books from her, and it's like a pay to play type of thing. Oh, that must be a really good book. <laughs> <laughs> she's selling it for five dollars a copy, and she's selling it to like all sorts of different places where she's just getting in trouble, like left and right, where people are finding out like the University of Maryland uh, medical system, which runs a lot of the Baltimore like area hospitals. They've all been purchasing this book for several thousand dollars. Uh, what I think what the one yeah five hundred thousand dollars to University of Maryland Medical. Yeah, that was the that was the that big, was the big that one. was the big one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's just comical. Like it's just so comical. And to <laughs> your point, it's like there's really an impossible task of getting money out of politics. That's what because I'm saying. there's always going to be some kind of backdoor. Yeah, it's just or like oh. some or like even you know Trump's got real estate, so it's like oh well we'll donate to well, your dude, charity. Dude, Bernie's got or, like three houses, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's a millionaire, man. That's why he won't release his taxes. He's, he's living high on the burn. <laughs> yeah, he might be. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I can tell you why I support him. Uh, I support him because of his integrity. And um, I also want to get Medicare for all because, like, we're getting fucked on health insurance over here. Well, dude, aren't people on Medicare like, getting fucked? I mean, does it, have you heard great things about Medicare? Yeah, Medicare is super popular from what I understand. Amongst, I work with like, uh, patients senior on Medicare citizens, though, all the right? time. 
Yeah, it takes care of like everybody 65 plus. Like you just get on that. And they love it, dude. They're like people that are 63, 64, like fuck, like waiting to get on that. And then you get on that. And if we, I think we, if we had that for everybody, we could really get some fucking, get these private company healthcare insurances out of our face from fucking us constantly for money. You know, like I pay them every month to then have them just say, fuck you when you need something. It really sucks. So if we could eliminate that, that's my main thing. That's Bernie's main thing. So that's why I'm with Bern. And he's got political integrity. been saying the same thing for decades. Well, I mean, don't you think this like uh, this government run uh, Medicare for all? Don't you think there'll be like a uh, like a number on like how much they're going to spend on you? Like, you know, kind of like if you get into a car accident, you know, something costs so much, you're just totaled. Uh, exactly <laughs> what private health insurance is. So I don't know if it would be the same. I mean, the private insurance has exactly that. If you're in this accident, this is the amount. If you get this, this is the amount. So maybe it would be, but it's... I don't know if the, if the, the, the correct answer is, is ever handed over to a monopoly of force. And I don't, I don't think it is like that. I'm pretty sure like you just go to the doctor and the doctor recommends care and then it would be paid. This is how the other like, socialist economies do it. Yeah, well, For like, the most you part. know, I've got relatives that live in uh, Scotland, and, like, I always heard that, you know, if you have to go to the doctor, you, uh, you know, it takes a while, and sometimes you're, like, dead or, like, you're already over whatever you're sick with, you know? I'm willing to try it. Yeah, but at <laughs> what cost? I mean, what if, I mean, you think about it. This isn't just anyone over 65 or whatever. This is everyone from cradle to grave. And you think about what that kind that type of thing does. I I, do, I work with people too who are on Medicaid and who are on like me, like Medicare and stuff like all sorts of different. No, types he's of actually covers. a doctor. Okay, so you're actually a doctor. So <laughs> yeah. okay, so I work with a bunch of people that every single time they get a call. Well, uh, uh, Claire, uh, I've got a doctorate in physical therapy, so I'm a physical therapist with my doctorate. All right, so that. we need to talk yeah. about not my back later on after the podcast. Right. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> so, didn't mean to spread fake news. On the Still podcast. a doctor, but not a physician. Right. Okay. So you, okay, awesome. but I. I understand your gripe about the insurance companies and I literally, literally I went to a physical therapist and it's covered under my plan and it's covers out the state. And I went there and for like a 40, not even 40 minutes and they just showed me a bunch of stretches, whatever it was supposed to be covered completely. And I get a bill for 300 some dollars, almost, almost $400. What they charge you per pound? Oh wow, dude. <laughs> God damn, that was so fucking funny. Like that was so fucking funny. Like for real, everyone laugh. If you're holding my like that's, that's so goddamn. Trust me, everybody at home is laughing because they're alone in their car. Oh, it's so funny because it's true. But no, um, no. So they charge you know, all that that money, and they all because they're not in the sit. They're that new location that opened up. Even though there's like hundreds. Like this woman like read off. Every single one, like York Road, Town Road, uh, Annapolis. She was reading off all these locations where they cover, and they couldn't find this one place that I went to because it's not in their system. So now I got to go through this whole thing of filing some type of, you know, they're going to have to file it through again. They got to file out their tax code. That's also another thing. I got an MRI done. And because they changed their tax ID number, I got hit with a $1,000 bill for that. And I had to fight that and like tooth and nail. And finally, like, of course, I won. So it's a pain in the ass. It is a complete pain in the ass and it sucks. But the problem is, government made it that way to begin with. Uh, uh, like, all sorts of Yeah, different think back to like the 1950s, you know, where you could get like a doctor to come to your house for, you know, pretty cheap. You know, try to do that nowadays. 
Well, it's the government that has made it expensive as fuck because they don't negotiate pharmaceutical prices or what the cost of anything should be. Well, yeah, I mean, personally, you know, I think IP is BS. I don't believe like intellectual property is is legit. You know, I don't. I think it's unfit to exist. And I think if if you cut back like IP, that would make drugs like considerably. Yeah, because big pharma would take a huge. Well, I know it would make drugs considerably cheaper. Not. We're not talking about the price of drugs. We're talking about the price of drugs in America. Because you can go up to Canada and get that same drug for ten to twenty percent of the well, cost as is here. Well, yeah, because I mean, RIP is like like, you know, I mean, I, I'm all for like the uh, the abolishment of IP and all slavery for that matter. But uh, you know, yeah, th- there are places that don't that aren't as Nazi about us as, as yeah. <laughs> about IP as we are, and they have drugs for much cheaper. Totally, yeah. totally. Well, if we you were know, allowed to buy, I'm them. also like a, a big fan of like you know. Mm-hmm like people buying that shit on the dark web from like yeah. fucking India, you know, uh, I it's support like, that as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that that's awesome, you know, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, if we would get rid of those laws, I think the problem is, well, the FDA, I think the problem yeah. is government broke healthcare, you know, and then we're going to look to them t- to fix it. I mean, why would we, ex- but, but why would not- we expect that they could fix this problem that they created? But they're also not really managing it right now. It's like the private health insurance sector that's just taking all your money and then. But it's not even really a private health sector when they're getting they're getting it. it, Well, for one, in the form of IP, if they're getting you know a government protected monopoly on a certain thing, if you're talking about a, a pharmaceutical company. I mean, you're talking about health insurance. Like, what are all the barriers to entry as far as like becoming a health insurance? Per- Dude, I'm just talking about matter, you know? like the way I read Bernie's plan is like you go to the doctor. There's no copay. Like the doctors are all still there. The hospitals are all still there. And then, uh, you know, the doctor says, okay, you need this prescription and like this treatment. And then you get it. And it's like paid. Like the you're already yeah, paying that through your tax, whatever it would be. And uh, you're not paying like every month to an but insurance we're already, company. But we're and already, then once you get you sick, you don't have to. How much it would be though? You don't have to pay like you can't five thousand dollars. You can't say whatever in. it would be though. Well, it's not whatever it would be. And like you guys are familiar with that Koch brothers study that was basically said it would save us two trillion dollars over ten years um, because like we're just paying out the ass already, and so we really don't need to be doing that. That's something I agree with Bernie on to a point is there's a lot of bloat. It's all artificial. I think that the difference would be there's a lot of merit to like a more free market system. Whereas maybe if you were paying out of pocket for one, you'd have to negotiate a price that 99% of the people could afford or you're not going to get those customers at all. So if it was sink or swim, the prices would have to come down, but also maybe maybe they need more physical therapists. The price would go up a little bit. That might motivate you to maybe work on feet or whatever. I don't really know like how physical therapists work, like your dot, like your education and stuff. But like you you would meet the needs a little bit better because eventually one way or the other. You're running out of stuff. You're running out of doctors. You're running out of this, one of that, and that's what Matt's talking about. All the lines, like you, you wait for a while in Scotland. Like you have uh, to find a way to like meet people's needs, and I think that the free market system would meet that a little bit better. 
Okay, and I also think I don't know how you guys feel about cutting the military budget, but that's where uh, like ninety nine percent of like our money is, and if we just cut that a little bit. Like we can have whatever the fuck. <laughs> well, we I don't, on, it's not on. as simple I as that. We are all in favor lot, of cutting <laughs> the military <laughs> budget. Wait, like you won't find a group of people that are more in favor of <laughs> yeah. cutting the military. Okay. However, zero, it's not ninety nine. It isn't ninety nine percent. Good, good. I the can't federal the budget is is yeah, it's only like something. Not I say only, but not only. It's still too way too much, but it's. It's like twenty percent. It's not. It's not ninety nine percent. There's a lot right. spent on yeah. welfare. There's a lot spent on road. You know, roads and a bunch of other shit. Yeah, dude, we're subsidizing so many corn cornfields yeah, out in I fucking mean, Iowa and shit. Look, there's a number of things that you know. War is at the top of our list of things yeah. to cut, of yeah. course. Um, you know, but yeah, like you're talking about. We're already twenty. What is it? Twenty five trillion in debt right now yeah close to it and so if you pick up something like medicare for all where does that take us you know it saves us two trillion over 10 years the people i don't know about the government debt but it was well the the government yeah but the government debt is coming from the people yeah we're on the hook for that so then what's going to go down according to yeah i don't know that that i've 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 heard about that i don't know if you're reciting that exactly correctly though i think that was it's the pe- so basically right now the government spends zero dollars on our health care so it's a zero that's not true though yeah, cost I, for them they're not they're like what about medicare yeah <laughs> oh okay so let's just look at someone like me on private insurance for example okay the government does spend money on medicare excuse me but like for me like the government's not doing anything as far as i know i don't have medicare medicaid or anything like that i have a private insurance that sucks that i barely ever use Mm-hmm. So I pay them every month and never go to the doctor. So that I would like eliminate that cost on Medicare for all. And then when if I do get sick, like I'll go to the doctor. And I'm like young. I'm a young person. I'm a healthy. So like I would, you know, my risk for an insurance perspective is low. So I would go in and see the doctor. He would say, okay, you need an antibiotic or something or you need therapy, whatever. And, uh, and then you would get prescribed and like it would kind of be paid. Like instead of you're constantly paying into that, and then when you need something, then you like still pay more. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the people like right now, like I'm paying for all of my healthcare. The government's paying for none of it. But uh, okay, so but to me, like I look at that as like, well, healthcare is not a right. It's it's a service, and people always say, well, we get profit, you know, for profit, in you know, insurance company for profit healthcare. Well. That's people like you still say, I mean, even you just agreed with that. Like, yeah, they get paid, but from the government. So these doctors are still getting paid. So it's not like it's not for profit. Dude, it's still it, for profit. Dude, if physical therapy was a right, Jared over there could demand you to massage his <laughs> dick. dude. <laughs> like, seriously, dude. Like, it I mean, you have to be prescribed. Shouldn't you have to like consent to yeah, that? Show him the doctor's note, man. <laughs> well, in Pennsylvania. Well, so. <laughs> 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 But what about I, I've been reading stories about how the system is failing in England or in uh, or in the EU, which is basically the same thing right now. And that's also um, the reason why they have this because the, 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 whole, the, the NHS, uh, whatever their system is. Um, I've been just reading reports. I haven't really gone in depth with it, but not deep in the dark. They've been having some issues, and there's also yeah. the issues of like long long lines and what Matt was saying before with like people waiting for a while. And like I know people that have gone. I don't know people, but I know of people that have come from Canada down to the U.S. to get treated for cancer. 
because their cancer treatment up there is terrible uh, because, you know, you'd have to wait fucking like weeks to even uh, get a diagnosis. And by that time, you could be halfway dead, you know. So there's there's certainly trade offs with with a system like that. I mean, moral morality aside, you know, there's if you if, if you're providing the same level of care to everybody, um, you know, and like I, I like I know like my girlfriend is trying to be a nurse, but like my I know several other nurses and they just bitch and moan about just how overcrowded these hospitals are already, you know, especially because like you can't you don't you're not allowed to refuse um, anybody. Right. We already have well, sort of also, a universal health care for like emergencies. Right. So like if, if a fucking heroin addict homeless person just runs into the hospital is like, I'm blah, 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 they have to take him in. They can't just throw him back on the street, even if he has no insurance, nothing. They have to take him in. They have to run. If it's a private hospital, I don't know if that's true. No, by law, by law, you have to in an every ER, state in ER. Okay. I know for the definitely for the state of Maryland, uh, but I know well, for you know yeah I'm well, talking. It, it's also important to mention that if if you want to start a new hospital, you have to be approved by a board of hospitals. Yeah, dude, who, and you who, can't it's, have it's a, not in their interest to um, have more competition. So that's, that, I mean that that's one of the things that has just made the the system so fucked up. So you know if you really had a free market on it, you know you would have more um, entrepreneurs. Um, putting their capital into starting a new hospital because they're hearing about all these, all these other hospitals are so crowded and they're going to want to get on that mon- in on that money too, you know? So, and then maybe uh, those hospitals too could recruit out of like uh, high school, you know, give scholarships to promising students to help them through uh, college, you know? It's like uh, the possibilities in a market that is like 100% free, you know, are, are really endless, I, I feel like. Okay, this is the getting to the heart of what I was hoping to get to with you guys tonight is how far would you guys go as far as limiting the government? Would you go as far as no government? And my point is I could never go as far as no government. I think there has to be a government and I want the government dude, to be. You can definitely tell dude, he's sitting, be in, Kyle's sitting chair. in Kyle's chair. <laughs> to be good, to be good, and to do good. <laughs> I stole your joke, bro. I'm sorry. Did, did Kyle Wagner just, just channel you, dude? Perhaps is he channeling? <laughs> is there's a chance? <laughs> wow, dude. And on that note, we're gonna we're gonna take this over to the after hours. Oh yeah, yeah you dude, gotta you gotta, you gotta hear man. our response yeah. to, to Eric's question. Yeah, there. pay a dollar, you cheap ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. So uh, we also we have t-shirts over at uh, libertariancountry.com. So um, head on over to there, and if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a ten percent discount. And they got so much good shit over too. They got moot books. Dude, they and got this magnets shirt on and, now, dude. Yeah. Dude, it's more than just shirts, dude. They got tons of books and everything else, man. Yeah. Go over there. Like penis pumps. Yup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get on that shot. Get on that shot. Ron Paul penis pumps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, how dare, how dare I don't, you? I don't how need dare a, you, sir? <laughs> I don't need a pump if I'm watching a Ron Paul video, man. It's like uh, zero to midnight. <laughs> shit, dude. And until next time, live free or die. Stretching the flags on the tax forms and bread Boys, it's my appeal at the expense of the many Soldiers and cards and their machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom in that point in a fine land You support the troops that bring them home I believe the jokes will do the best for you And I believe that we have the best
that aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes obsolete!